Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. everybody, and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z. Today, we talk about the classic Billy Joel song, All My Life. I'm joking, of course. All My Life is a single released in 2007, Billy's first new song of original material with lyrics since 1993's River of Dreams album. The song was released exclusively on People's, that's People Magazine's online homepage for Valentine's Day in honor of his second anniversary of his marriage to Katie Lee, which uh, was such a special marriage, they divorced two years later. Now, Elon, you're going to love this. When we talk about all these songs, we talk about the Christopher Bonanos 2015 Vulture ranking. This was listed in the 121 Billy Joel songs. The ranking out of 121 songs, you will never believe we got to get this guy on the show. Elon, what, when I'm telling you now, you'll not believe what his ranking was. What is your guess? With that in mind, what I just said. Wow. Okay. So I'm trying to decipher that clue. My guess is it's much higher than I would expect. That's correct. Okay. Sorry. So what I was originally going to say, well, actually, may, my original guess might be around what you're talking about because. No, I, no, 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 no. I don't even know what you're going to say, but no way. This was shocking to me. I had to check it multiple times. Okay, so I was going to say 77, but now I am going to change that and say it was his 38th best Billy Joel song. He has it ranked. Get ready, folks. Out of all the Billy Joel songs in the whole world, out of at least 121 songs, he has it ranked 12th. What's wrong with this guy? I don't know. This Why is are we listening of, to this guy? I, I, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's exciting. This is one of the worst Billy Joel songs I've ever heard in my life. In the Newsday article on 2017, out of 124 songs, what do you think they ranked it there? A little more normal, but still. I'll say they're around my original guess, which was 77. 55. This is a guy that ranked all for Lena 63. He says it's better. Then all for Lena, this is insane. However, thank God this is a fan-based show. And the ranking of fans of 121 ranked it 101st. Thank God. The That's fans more. get it. This song stinks. Elon, your thoughts? My thoughts are, okay, I know we don't like to look on Banano's list until we're at the song, but did he have all my life higher than my life? Yes, he did. What is wrong with this guy? That's right there. That can never be a thing. This is insane. This is not a very good song. It, it, it's, it's so bad in so many ways for me. I don't know how you feel. I'm just going to go first in saying I really hate this song. Now, I actually like this kind of music. I like Sinatra. I listened to Saturday with Sinatra. He's clearly doing his inner Sinatra with the video that is clearly available online he's got the hat he's in the the orchestra studio just the way frank sinatra used to be in some of those old columbia recordings videos from the 40s so that's what he was doing for me this did not work and a lot of it has to do where finally i say the smoking has caught up 
and his voice just was not there as many years ago. If he had recorded it, it might have worked. I'm on the opposite side of this as you. I thought his voice sounded really good on this song. And I thought this was actually, I don't like this kind of music. I'm not a big crooner kind of guy, but I actually thought this was a very good version of this kind of song. It was one of his better latter day copies of like the just the way you are sort of song. To me, I thought this is good. This feels like the kind of song where if you're watching like a Christmas themed romantic comedy, it would be playing in the background while the guy is walking through the snowy neighborhood looking into houses with happy families. I agree 100 percent. And I do think that'll be in a Christmas thing, too. But somebody will re-record it. His voice is not working. It's I'm sorry. It's over. I thought it had a nice tone. It's, it, the smoking and the drinking, I thought, made his voice sound right for this kind of song. Not for me. Uh, I see what you're saying, but I do believe it's a good enough song that somebody else could record. And you know what the funny thing is, is one of my favorite George Michael songs is the one that won the album that won the Grammy in 1989, which was uh, Kissing a Fool, the song on that particular, I think it's the Faith album, but a Kissing a Fool, which is very old fashioned, more like this. And I really like that song. That's my favorite. So I like this kind of music. I just did not like this song. It didn't do anything for me. I just didn't like the performance. And I guess, I don't know, you're yelling at this guy, Christopher Bonamos, but I apparently everybody else, like the fans, don't like it. 101 out of 121. I don't know what's beneath it. Probably half of the ones we did in the A-list. But, uh, <laughs> but you seem to like it more than the fans and certainly more than I do. Yeah, I'm sort of in between. I don't think, I mean, putting it 12th is insane. I don't, I don't understand what this guy is thinking. But I think it's sort of like a middle-of-the-road uh, song. I can think of songs I don't like. I'll tell you exactly what he was thinking. It says, the coda to his singer-songwriter career. A mature guy doing the standards thing, except it's a standard he wrote himself. No more chip on his shoulder, secure in his talent. Out Tony Bennetting, Tony Bennett, a keeper. That's what he wrote. Now, it does make sense. Now, I believe he was going to write this for Tony Bennett. I don't know why he would turn it down. Appreciate the fact that he's saying it's a mature guy doing the standards thing. And I love the fact, and this is why I like Billy Joel. And we've talked about this multiple times already, just on these very early A's, is that he takes genres and he makes his own music. He does not sing other people's songs. I mean, he does. He could make a Bob Dylan song of his own. We've seen him do the 50s with uh, the innocent man or the, 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 what he considers rock in the glass houses or whatever, <laughs> the alternative rock. But I love, I've always liked the fact that he makes his own versions of the kind of genre he's trying to do. And I do respect that in this song because this song, I would absolutely believe, was recorded by somebody else back in the 30s. Yeah, you're right. I mean, by this time in his life, so this is 2007, he was in his mid-60s? but No, 50s. His mid-50s. You, you would think that he would have put out some kind of cover, you know, a whole album of Billy Joel Sings the Standards, but he, he has never fallen down to that level yet. Yeah, and it's just, uh, I mean, it's wonderful to, maybe he felt since he married Katie Lee after he finished working on his album, because clearly every girl he married, he wrote a song for. So he was probably like, geez, I, I feel bad. I haven't recorded anything for this new wife. So I guess he's like, I better do something and actually put it out. And uh, then they got divorced two years later. 
Yeah, classic. I guess the song wasn't good enough. No, it's not. No, this song isn't Uptown Girl. It's not Don't Go Change In or anything like that. It's just, it's a nice song. I, I keep thinking Katie Lee is like, uh, that's all I got. I get, uh, all right. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> it's good, I guess. It's funny because he had that song called Christy Lee about right. uh, Christy Brinkley, and it's so close to her name. He almost yeah. could have just repurposed it. It's kind of like when someone has a tattoo of their ex's name and then they just marry someone with the same name. <laughs> he almost Excellent. had that situation play out. Excellent point. I, I, I didn't want to say it, and I, I'm never going to say this again on this podcast, but I, I can sing this song better. Thank you. <laughs> that is the Dave Juskow throwdown, and now <laughs> it's time to accept the challenge, Dave. <laughs> I really believe that. That's why I did not like this version of the song, but I do believe somebody could record it better and it'll be good. Yeah. Like Michael Buble could do this song. Some other guy who's doing croony kind of music. Absolutely. Excellent example. Michael Buble would be perfect to sing this song. So is your gripe mainly with that Billy's voice just doesn't sound good to you? I think it is. Yeah. The song itself is pretty good, right? Yeah. It's okay for what it is. You know, it's not our favorite of what we like about Billy Joel, but we both respect the fact that he wrote a brand new standard because that's how cool he is. Yeah. I just didn't like, it's probably what it comes down to is I didn't like his voice. What I think is cool about it is that it sounds like the kind of song you would hear in a hotel lobby bar. Yeah. It's a good version of that kind of song in its wheelhouse. It works, I think, but yeah, you're right. I don't like this kind of genre for Billy Joel. These are not my favorite Billy Joel songs. And it doesn't work for me in any way. And I love the ranking by the fans. 101. Well, listen, you might not like All My Life, but Billy Joel clearly likes it. Because if you look up how many times he's played it live, he has played it 400 times live. What? I'm kidding. Zero. He's played it zero oh, times. Oh, thank God. You were, oh, you had me. You got me good. <laughs> it's he's Piano played- Man and then this song. I wonder if he's like, no, that's for my wife. It's only for her or something, maybe. And then, you know, once you got divorced, why would you want to play it anyway? He probably told her that. Like, this song is only for you, baby. I'm sure I could play it for Nassau Coliseum, but this isn't for them. It's for you. <laughs> yeah. That's what he I'm released this song, as you mentioned, for People Magazine's website on Valentine's Day 2007. He had concerts on Valentine's Day that year, right before, right after. He never played it, even when this was released as his first new song in 14 years. He still didn't feel like any crowd should hear it. So you're saying that this song was released on Valentine's Day 2007, and he had a performance that night and didn't even play it that day. That's right. Whether he didn't even he say, hates- this goes out to my beautiful wife for our second anniversary. I love love. I wrote this love song for her. Well, Here clearly he hates it too then. Just I was good. Well, you mentioned the music video on YouTube, and I don't know if this was my bad internet or if this is how it was shot. But was it like filmed in a grainy home movie kind of way? Well, I believe it's filmed as reminiscent to those old Frank Sinatra Columbia recording videos that they have uh, in my head. I didn't look it up. I'm just I've seen them before where Sinatra's with this big band and that's the only recordings they have of him, you know, very early music video recordings. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was supposed to entail. Okay, so the bad quality was on purpose because it looked like it was filmed on a 2006 cell phone. Right. Yes. That's my guess. And it would go from like grainy color to grainy black and white, which made it look like when you're watching Dateline and they have a crime reenactment. 
Yeah, they clearly didn't put any time into it. This is just as good as the, um, what's the one we did last? Oh, for Lena, where <laughs> they just were like, well, let's get a camera and shoot it. <laughs> yeah, which seems like now, looking back, this seems like what Billy Joel's idea is for music videos, like half the time. Yeah, yeah, which is odd because he's so into music video concepts, or he was early on, and then I guess he just got tired, just like he got tired of making music. So I guess he's just, he likes drinking and riding motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> portion of the show dave do you have a good stumper for me i have a stumper of sorts uh, i don't know exactly how to word it i think i'll just keep giving you clues there is a better version of this song it's not this song but it's called all my life sung by somebody so horrible and so awful that it's actually better than this version <laughs> it's, and it's in a movie by one of our favorite directors who has now been besmirched uh, I don't think you'll be able to guess the movie unless you really know. Uh, let's just say if I give you some clues, could you guess the actress who sings this song in a Woody Allen movie? Or do you know? Yeah, I think with some clues, I could guess an actress who's been in a Woody Allen movie. She is an Academy Award winner. This is the only Woody Allen movie she was ever appeared in. She was a huge megastar when this came out. Okay, I'll guess. Was it Scarlett Johansson? No, no. Then I would have said it's somebody. It's it's Woody's muse because that she was in multiple. This is she before was, yeah. he started using Scarlett Johansson. This film is from nineteen ninety four five. Oh, okay. Is it Mira Sorvino? No, she was only in one. Oh, right. She was. Only, you're right. Sorry, but this woman won Best Actress, not Best Supporting Actress, and not for Woody Allen. And when she won the Oscar, she told the band to shut up. Because she was going to say her piece. Yeah, who did that? That was memorable. Is she British? No. She's she American? Cool. Yes. It doesn't help. Yeah, no, it doesn't, right? It's Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yes. I didn't know she did a Woody Allen movie. It's called Everybody Says I Love You. It's a very good movie. And here is, I'm going to play you the song. I taped it off the TV last night. This is impossible to find anywhere. Is that you think that's one of the worst songs you've ever heard? Because that's the what I hear in my head when Billy Joel's singing this song. <laughs> and you don't think Billy's vocals are better than Julia Roberts? <laughs> no. You know who she sounds like? <laughs> she sounds like in the wedding singer when he's teaching the old lady to sing um Till There Was You for her 50th anniversary. It sounds like someone who had five singing lessons and then... Yeah, I have another example. I was just I was trying to think. It sounds like in Dirty Dancing when the sister thinks she can sing and she's awful. It's one of those things where it sounds like somebody's doing it on purpose. Okay, so mine is a trivia question about Katie Lee. So Katie Lee is known as a food celebrity. She was the original host of what long-running reality competition show? I know it's on the Food Network, so is it... It's not Iron Chef, is it? 
She was the host for one season of this show, and then someone else took over for the rest of the show, which is still on the air. Cake Boss? <laughs> yeah, she was the Cake Boss. No. She was the original host in season one of Top Chef. Oh, Top Chef. Okay, I was thinking of Iron Chef. I, would never, I wouldn't have uh, thought about that. I got a problem with the Food Network, but that's uh, for another Well, it's time. on Bravo. Oh, well, that would even make more sense. I had no idea it was on Bravo. So, Dave, I don't know if you know this, but Weird Al Yankovic did a parody of All My Life by Billy Joel. Really? I find that very difficult to believe. Yeah, he did. It was called Call My Wife. (laughs) It was about a man who gets pulled over for drunk driving in the Hamptons, and he sheepishly has to tell the cops to call his wife to pick him up from the police station. Call My Wife. I thought I could drive past you, but try as I might, I blew a point three two. Hey, now. That's actually one of Weird Al's best lyrics so far on the show. Yeah, I'd say out of the uh, seven or eight parodies that he has done of Billy Joel that we know of so far, we're going to keep uncovering more. This this was pretty good. And, it, and it's very autobiographical for Billy Joel himself. Sure, sure. Good job. Thank you. I'll send that message off to Weird Al. <laughs> so that was all my life. How did we do? What did we get wrong? What did we get right? Do you really want Dave to sing his version of this song? Please let us know. Follow us on Twitter and comment at us at Billy Joel A to Z. We're on Instagram at Billy Joel A to Z. Or send us an email, Billy Joel A to Z at gmail.com. Tell us what song you're looking forward to. Tell us how you feel about the podcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. We love the fans. Well, that's all for today. I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Who could have known that finding you would only take me all my life?